We begin this next section with a warm-up problem, and it's also a bit of a discovery because there's a twist in there. See if you can take each of these formulas and match them up with their graphs over here. And each graph has one formula that's the best choice. And uh, when you get to the end, if you're a little unsure, try to use process of elimination and what you already know about uh, certain Greek letters to figure out which graph goes with which formula. So we'll show you the formulas one more time. And you might want to pause and write these down. And then the graphs, again, you might want to pause and copy them down yourselves. And you want to try to get the relationship. This blue one is further away from the red one than the red one is to the green. And the dotted blue above is relatively close to the green one. And on the other side, we have this blue one here dotted then the red one underneath over here, and then the dotted green comes down the fastest. So you have seven graphs, seven formulas, one for each. Match them up. All right, coming back, let's see how you did. When I look at these, I have to find the formula that fits this lowest one Um, I think that might be the easiest place to start because I know it's the lowest one, but it has growth. So if you recall from last section, if an exponential function has growth, then its base is greater than 1. But it's the slowest growth of all the four graphs that have growth. So that means to me that the base should be the smallest. So when I look at my choices over here, I look for the formulas that have a base bigger than 1, but the smallest one of those formulas. So I have 2 to the x, 3 to the x, 1 half is less than 1, so I'm not going to consider that right now. 0.7 is less than 1. 4 to the negative x, that's a trick, isn't it? We learned in the last section that 4 to the negative x really can be thought of as 1 over 4 to the positive x. So when I rewrite 4 to the negative 1 as 1 over 4, then I have 1 fourth to the x, and that b of 1 fourth is less than 1, so I'm not going to consider that one right now. Pi to the x, you may recall that pi is that special relationship between a circle's circumference and its diameter. And the way that people discovered pi way back in the time of the Greeks and uh, even beforehand is they noticed that there's a relationship between the circumference and the diameter. You could take this tiny little circle on the end of my pen or and, and take the circumference and divide by the diameter. Or you could take an entire crater formed by some asteroid hitting the Earth, measure its circumference, a distance around, divided by the diameter. And either way, you're going to get approximately the same ratio. Approximately 3.14. And they called that special number pi. And it's a transcendental number, meaning the decimal places go on forever and ever and ever, and we will never find them all. Um, It transcends time, and it transcends our lives if we think about some computer calculating every decimal point. So pi is, is like a concept in some ways. It's a circumference divided by a diameter, and it's a transcendental number. So we think of it as something approximately equal to 3.14. This last one, We're going to use process of elimination to figure out where it goes. 
Um, I will tell you, though, that it's bigger than two. So since it's bigger than two, um, I think my choice for this lowest exponential function that's going up would be two to the x. So I'm going to say a y equals two to the x. Now I have three other graphs with growth. And we may have trouble doing this because of this e to the x if we don't know what e is. But let's see if we can take a a guess at it. Now pi is approximately equal to 3.14. And we also have a formula in b, y equals 3 to the x. So we know that pi to the x should be close to y equals 3 to the x. And uh, which one would be above the other one? Pi to the x should be above 3 to the x, right? So our choices are either going to be that this red one is 3 to the x and the green one is pi to the x, or the green one is 3 to the x and the dotted blue one is pi to the x. So we actually, we have a little bit of ambiguity here if we don't know e. So um, we're actually going to discover what e is today, and so maybe you can come back and fill that in later. But you know that pi to the x is going to be above 3 to the x. Now, the other three graphs we can definitely do right now. We've got the dotted blue, the dotted red, and the dotted green all falling. And um, do you remember how it works if the base is less than 1? If the base equals 1, that would be that horizontal dotted line I just drew there. y equals 1 to the x. So as you get less than 1, the more less than 1 your base is, the lower the graph is. So that tells me that the bottom one, the dotted green one, needs to have the smallest base. The red one will be in between, and the dotted blue one will have the largest base, still less than 1, though. So my choices that are left for bases less than 1 are formula C, y equals 1 half to the x, D, y equals 0.7 to the x, and E, y equals 1 fourth to the x. So the base that's the smallest for the, for C, D, and E is 1 fourth. So the 1 fourth to the x must be represented by that bottom graph, the dotted green. So that's my E. The next one up is actually 1 half, because 7, 0.7 is 7 tenths. And 7 tenths is more than 5 tenths, right? So the middle one is one-half to the x, and I'm going to be careful how I write that. The middle one is c, y equals one-half to the x. And then the dotted blue, which is closest to the horizontal line, y equals one to the x, is 0.7 to the x. So the dotted blue one is d, y equals 0.7 to the x. We still have some questions about those top three graphs. Where is e to the x in those? And uh, when we know that, then we can figure out where 3 to the x and pi to the x go. But to figure out where e to the x goes, we need what, what, what material is in this section. So let's move forward.